Yo. What up? What up? Yo, welcome to this week's episode of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. I am Sean, and he's Juan. And every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, talk about things that are going on in the world, things that interest us, try to focus on things that are making a, an impact on the world, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And uh, so with that, what's on the menu for today, sir? Yeah, man, we got uh, some Four Roses bourbon. Uh, it's pretty good. And we are washing that down with an additional cup of Four Roses <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> We're washing that bourbon down with the bourbon. <laughs> There is some ginger ale in the secondary cup. Uh, the ginger ale is actually good, man. What is yeah, this thing called? It's it's like regular Canada dry ginger ale, bolt or uh, bold Canada dry ginger ale. Bold, yeah, bold. It so it's like extra. It has that little extra oomph that the ginger normally has. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. I like. It's the first time I've had it. Uh, I saw it. I'm like, oh, let's try that out. Yeah, it's, it's good. pretty good. Yeah, we got to do the. I'm telling you, the cranberry ginger ale. It's fire. I have not had that. Do with uh, spiced rum or a bourbon. I was doing it with this uh, Basil Hayden that's a uh, bourbon, but it's finished off in like a rum barrel. Yep. It's fire. So I'm going to buy a bottle of that Basil Hayden again. All right. And that crap. We got to do that next week. It was so good. Dude, this weekend I was um, I was drinking the the drink you put me on, which was the uh, the gin, the tonic. No, no. It's gin, tonic, but with the uh, St. Germain's. Oh, yeah, bro. And the rosemary. It's so good. So listen. So I have I, lime, lime. Do you hit the yes, lime? Yes, okay, the lime. Yes, yes. Hit it with the lime. So I got the ingredients, and then previously I had bought like you can go to like to the supermarket and get some rosemary, mm. but if you don't if you don't use it, it goes bad. Like it's yeah. a, it's a plant, right? So it goes, so it dies. It takes like a week. And it it goes. dies in your fridge. <laughs> yeah, dude. So you know what I did? I went old school. I went Publix had like this rosemary like Christmas wreath. But it's a plant and it's alive. Uh, so I bought that. Hey, we're then, good. Well, it's great because I now I just cut pieces off of the damn. Uh, the, it, it's it's a, it's really like in a in a, in a wreath. Yeah. Shape. And so you just cut pieces off of it and it grows. That's fire. Because I've seen <laughs> I've seen so like I'll buy rosemary in the mints a lot and I've seen they have live mint plants and I've thought about doing that because then I can just grab it obviously and just pick the mint just off pick of it. The mint though. Oh, I need to do that, man. I need to try it. Yeah, it's great. It's so fresh outside, mint, fresh gotta, rosemary. Yeah, and, and my wife has like, she's, she has a kind of like a little garden outside anyway. So when she goes out there to take care of her, you know, her plants, she just waters it and the shit grows. So and, it keeps growing. Yeah, I just That's cut I just fire. cut the piece that I need and let it keep rolling. Oh, I'm going to yeah, see, I'm going to have to get my own little in, like herbal thing going. It's hilarious. People are going to be like, oh, you guys grow your own food? It's strictly for alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you guys are watching the video, that bottle was brand new when we opened it before, right before we started. It's about halfway now. This is not right before we started. It's about an hour. <laughs> it's about yeah, an hour ago. It's, it's been open. About, yeah, that's true. We have been like, damn, it's been an hour. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's been it's about been, an hour. So we opened that about an hour ago. It's about halfway. I suspect that by the end of this podcast. Yeah, dude, I got here like an hour and a half ago. Really? Yeah. It didn't feel that long. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, Sean. <laughs> All right, man. Yo, I want to start off with my carbon footprint of the week. Um, goes out this week to uh, Mr. Jeff Bezos um, and and his wife. Um, I'd say we give him credit to someone that's not Elon in the in the tech world. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, and and, and I, and I kind of struggle with this one because I have another one that I'm going to talk about later. Um, but anyway, he basically unveiled this like this new um, housing equity fund. So he dropped like he actually dropped about four billion dollars. Um, Two billion went towards the investment for this for housing. Oh, and, that, wow. and it's going to be housing for places where his warehouses exist, so he, where he has employees. Okay. Um, so, like, the Seattle area, 
um, Arlington, Virginia, and um, Nashville, Tennessee. And I know for a fact I've been to I've been to Seattle. Seattle has homeless people like, and it's homeless people that that are actually working. Yeah, I think we talked about that on here before, yeah, where it's have, it's like bro. rampant. Yeah, it's same crazy. same as San Fran. I think that's what we're talking about. Like, there's homeless people there who are like working people like it's not like there's mental illness or or true poverty involved they just can't afford to live there yeah they just yeah. And, and there's some some places that have or some people that are like they have families and they're living out of vans and tents i've seen rvs is the big thing i've talked to people yeah and they're buying rvs because it's cheaper to make a payment on an rv than than for rent something and they're just living in rvs so uh, they're like that, yo we just go park sense. like we just go park at walmart and in our, and find a big parking lot and park our RV and, and places. That he's like, you know, every once in a while they'll kick you out because they realize like you're living there. Right. And we just rotate and they just live out of their RVs. So, so, so you go to like San Fran now and you walk around, they're like, that's why you see so many RVs parked on the side of the street. Yeah. People literally living in them. Wow. It's insane. Yeah. So I, I know Seattle's a big problem with that. I don't know about Nashville. I don't know about Arlington, but but he's doing it in those three places. Um, what, what it's doing is um, the $2 billion is going gonna, is gonna to be like grants and loans to companies that like build housing oh so it's okay. to um to, to to build or keep up twenty thousand homes That's so, it's, so so it's pretty it's it's, it's pretty so, good pretty so do they get to live for, there i guess mortgage and rent free no 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 it's 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 basically like affordable housing so it's like section eight housing basically provided by jeff bezos <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's See, this is why I was struggling with it. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Bezos for my, Yo, you know why I don't? <laughs> this is going to sound fucked up, but I've actually considered investing in areas that are Section 8 housing because you're guaranteed the rent because the government covers it or sub subsidizes Ooh. most of it. And so you buy properties that qualify for Section 8 housing and you rent it through Section 8 and the government pays you so you don't have to worry about having shitty renters. Oh, wow. at least not from a payment perspective right. you may worry about shitty renters from a like damage your property perspective depending say, yeah. on you know like the kind of people you get in there but come back to holes in your walls and yeah shit. yeah exactly but damn dude that's wild bro I got family in Puerto Rico who had section 8 housing and it was on the beach <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> of course it was yeah I was like y'all living better than me <laughs> I was like what are you talking about <laughs> I was like I make 300,000% more money than you do <laughs> and somehow you got a place on the beach <laughs> well, I, I don't have a water view <laughs> yeah. the, vo the water view is the the puddle when it rains it's, in the back if I get a water view that means I got a flood I got to call somebody <laughs> I'm like damn man that's wild man that's awesome so he's so and he's gonna upkeep this I'm gonna assume because uh, he's got a I guess perpetually or unless he sells the property he's got to uh pay to cover this forever in perpetuity like uh I suppose. I, i'm assuming that just becomes part of the write-off built into the like a charity model and yeah and I, I was looking at this and, and even so the, the the other two billion went to two different things um one of them is a is a day one families fund um and the other one is a day one academics fund so the first one helps like homeless families and then the other one is for like low income communities. It actually does like preschools and stuff like that. Builds preschools. Yeah, because that shit's expensive too, man. If yeah, you can't put your kid in a. Again, depending on the area you live in, you can't get affordable childcare or and good education. You know, you like you want to put your kids in a good school. I think we all kind of uh, want to do that. But yeah, yeah, depending on where you live, it's not possible. And that second, income. the second two billion was actually um, partially as like a partnership with his wife, with his ex wife. Sorry. Who has uh, billions of dollars to Mackenzie? I think she she donated like 
She's given away most of her money or like 50% or something. I yeah. think she did like 4 billion like in 2020. She's like kind of giving it away. committed to giving away like most of her wealth before yeah. she passes, right? Like she's committed to, but I mean, it's funny because the numbers they're like, oh, it's like 75%. It's like, yeah, she's still going to have $25 billion or something crazy. Yeah, like right. And that's how I was looking at. So like, I think he's worth, and, and again, this is not like money in the bank, but he's worth like $180 billion roughly, right? Him and Elon been going like this. Uh, uh, they've been kind of going yeah. at it as for richest person in the world yep. like on a daily basis now so so even this even if the whole four billion was his it's like two percent of his worth so that's why i was kind of struggling with like ah you know what like is this really like carbon footprint but i do think that it's going to make an impact on a lot of people's lives especially if you if you're homeless or or if you're living in an rv and then now it comes up you go hey i work for amazon and i can and i don't I, what, what i didn't see was if it was just for Amazon employees, I don't think it is. I think it's for anybody that's sort of within um, a certain income bracket. Okay. And so you know, I, I want to say it was like, I don't know, like if you make 75% of the median income. Uh, and again, don't quote me on those numbers. You guys can kind of go and do your own research. But that was kind of the basis of it where it was like you can't make the top of the median income because then you can afford to live there. This is for folks that do not make that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a great way to to do it and make sure that you said it, it serves its purpose, which is getting people in there who can't afford it. Um, that's what man. He's he's had a a, a good week because he um, I don't know if you saw he owns Blue Origins, which is his space company. Yeah, uh, I think it's Blue Blue Origins. Yeah, Blue Origins, and they um they just launched. They had a 14th test flight of their rocket go up, come down, you know, do his whole thing, which he thinks by April he's going to have basically a... So they're doing one more test flight. And if that goes well, he thinks by April he's going to be able to have, like, people, including, like, tourists, like, uh, normal folks in this, like, kind of... It says spaceman, but it's like you're floating just over the earth when you're coming back down kind of thing. But it's 200 grand a seat. So if you guys got 200 grand burning a hole in your pocket right now and you're trying to get (laughs) enough... you know, you can do. And I think he's sending up, obviously, astronauts, some other professionals from other fields and then tourists. Literally, you can buy in and, and get sent up there. So assuming this 15th one goes well, everyone's so entering the space race, man, like the edge of the atmosphere. Yeah, basically, you'll make it up there. You'll be in like zero gravity kind right. of thing. And then he's going to come down. And I assume that that's like the start of it. And then he's working his way to something more um, exciting, I guess. But I don't know, man, like if I pay two hundred thousand dollars, you think is that enough for you? N- not for me, but. I think if you if you're one of those folks where you can spend two hundred grand and not worry about it, then yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess to be able to say you're one of the few people who's done that. Yeah, the, it's not even to say. It's just I, I, for me, it would be the experience. And so, sure, if I was worth millions of dollars and I want to go spend two hundred grand to go, yeah, I would do it. But I'm not, so I won't. Yeah, I feel like if you got to want well, man, I don't know. I you know like, what I mean? Like if you let's just say you worth even ten million, two hundred grand, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I'd rather be like hit up the space station guys on NASA. I'd be like, hey man, how much to get me on the next flight to the space station? Yeah, but just how <laughs> much time do you actually want to spend there? <laughs> nah, get me on one that like somebody's leaving in a week or less or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Like, get, let me have the experience. Although I think I forget we talked about this on here before. There's a hotel company putting like capsules in space that are like space station yeah. capsule type things in their hotels. You basically get to stay, and I think it's like the length is like a week. I don't want to stay there for a week, bro. Dude, that view is going to get real old about four hours in. 
You think so? Yeah, dude. You can only stare into black for so long, dude. It's not the black, though, man. It's actually looking at the, I mean, you got the earth and the moon. I mean, I don't know, man. That, that seems like it would be a, I think for it, me, that would be fascinating, especially because you could see like the earth rotating and to see the different parts of the earth. And then I've, I've also heard from like, um, I forget the guy's name. I, I follow him on Twitter. Um, he was the guy who spent like a year in um in the space station mm-hmm. and he said that like when you watch the earth like it looks like this living breathing animal it's not the guy though i'm trying i was i was thinking I of somebody the guy's name but it wasn't the same guy because the guy I was, he was an astronaut spent a bunch of time and he, he probably goes, was like i'm not impressed yes yeah, what he said no yeah man he goes um he goes uh he's like um, he's like eh. and i was like what he's like Eh. it's like he goes you because you've seen the photos and the videos like online he goes it looks like that so it's there isn't it didn't like overwhelm me because i knew what it looked like right and i'm like okay i guess i could see that we have everything now that's so like you know like photographs are so realistic and and uh, so i could see that where you see that and you go oh yeah that looks just like the picture and you don't feel like it's your and experience yeah, I mean, for the first time. I don't time. know, man. That that just seems to be and, and there is right so I, I went on this weekend i went on to like this uh this nasa website I'm not even sure why. I think I had a question from one of my kids and I went on um, to look it up. And um, they have this piece where it's like they show like the planets in the solar system and the ones that we have close up pictures of. like it's, So they actually have these sort of models online where you can see like, you know, like the moon craters. And, you know, we have like really good pictures of Pluto when we had that. Um, uh, what it wasn't a satellite, whatever that thing with that probe or whatever that yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. that went like really close to Pluto and got really good shots. So it shows, you know, it shows that. Um, but I don't know, man. I think I think being there would be. Dude, how good do we have it? We send some shit like that out, right, to get photos, and then eventually the plan is that shit's just gonna disappear. It's just gone and stop working one day. And we paid like seventeen billion dollars to send it up there. Well, dude, didn't we? We, we had that one, and I forget what it was. That's why people hate us. Bro. Yep, we had one then that went up, and it was like I guess it died like around Saturn, or I don't know if it was sent up to to, to go to see Saturn. And so essentially, they go, all right, well, we don't want it to just float in space, so we're gonna like dive bomb it into Saturn, so Saturn can kind of just consume it, because Saturn's like a, like like a gas planet. And so, okay, so there's no solid. I guess there's no solid part of. To Saturn. my knowledge, yes, there's no solid part. I don't know how that works. So it's a cloud, but apparently <laughs> it's not a planet. Yeah, but apparently it could suck shit in, and and like if things can actually like like asteroids can kind of go in there and not come out. So I don't know how. Again, again, I'm not a fucking astronomer, man. I don't know. I'm ch- I'm just trying to like computate yes, this whole like. I agree. What man. is that? Doesn't make it. sense to me either. So Jupiter is the same way. Jupiter's, How does it make it on the classification of a planet? I don't know if it's gas. It's a fucking cloud, bro. Jupiter is a is a gas planet as well, but it's it's so big that it's one of like the major protectors of the Earth. So like a lot of things that come into our solar system get eaten up by Saturn and Jupiter. So any of the asteroids or any right. like, space so trash or whatever, fucking, it's yeah, they don't make it. To, they don't make it to us, man. That's just wild. It's man. funny, man. It's like, in, in, matter of fact, I remember one time, man, I had this guy come. This guy, this guy and this lady, they were like Jehovah Witness, and um, the 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 guy was like, oh yeah, it's like this is this is intelligent design. Like, why do you think we don't get hit by the asteroids? Why do you think that the the solar system is designed the way it is? It's like there is a designer. 
Damn, and like he, that, that that's God, he, right? He flexing, he pulled out yeah, the hard shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. he trying. Okay, and he done absolutely. And I, and I and I was like, yeah, like it could be, it could be true. I guess. What happened when the son died? I think you hit yeah. him with that, wasn't that I what him, you hit him yep, with? with I the, him with the son dying thing, and he didn't. No, he said, um, he said God won't, won't let that happen. Well, there you go. Man. And I was like, well, I guess all the other sons that have died, <laughs> maybe they don't have no people around them. <laughs> like tell that to people from Planet Four 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 Nine Two. They didn't make it. Yo, man, I, that's actually a fascinating question. If uh, maybe this is for the religious folk, right? If we do find life on other planets, does then what? Yeah, like does the <laughs> like yeah yeah does right. that pose in a religion or is that expected? I, I'd be curious, man. Well, then, like, did did Jesus visit them too? No, I can't, right, like, if, right? like if you're a Christian, right? Did Jesus visit them too? I don't. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna get some weird answer because they don't like like wasn't Jesus a Jew? Like he was Jewish, right? Yeah. And so the Christianity thing doesn't line up, and maybe I'm ignorant. Well, even though he was, even though he was Jewish, like the religion spawned from him. That's what I'm saying. How do you spawn a religion away from the from religion? religion. <laughs> the guy that you <laughs> because he came through and he had new information. Yo, school me on that. I know somebody's gonna hit me up. And uh, li- listen, I'm I'm well on my way to hell. I'm I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> but yeah, riddle, had, riddle me that. He had new information, man. The Jewish shit was dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, old testament. Listen, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Listen, he changed. He, he was he a Mandalorian. Changed, he changed his mind. <laughs> Jesus is a Mandalorian. This is the way. <laughs> Have you watched the Mandalorian? A little bit of it. <laughs> his response to like all this, they'd be like, this is the way. That look. <laughs> Jesus is a Mandalorian, bro. Oh, it's fire, man. Oh shit. Dude, I had so I got I had a, actually had a carbon footprint this week too. I think his name is Jacob. I want to pull it up because I don't want to get it wrong, man. This guy deserves credit. Um, I just thought it was super cool, man. He, uh, yep, Jacob, I hope I'm saying his last name right. It's K-A-H-U-T. I think it's Kahoot or Kahut, depending on how he says it. Um, but this guy is a, a National Guard reservist, He, um, but he's also a teacher. And so he's been stationed to protect the Capitol, right, in light of kind of all the events that took place there a few weeks ago. So he's been um, so he's stationed there and he's doing like 12 hour shifts at the Capitol. But he teaches his normal job as a teacher. And he was obviously called in as a reservist. And he goes like, yeah, you know, the areas I teach and he's like, I can't if I'm not there. So he teaches music. If I'm not there, these kids aren't getting their music lessons on that stuff. So what this guy does, man, is he gets up early, shows up to the armory, teaches one of his classes virtually. Um, before he goes on a shift, takes his shift at the Capitol, does his shift. There's a break that he gets in the middle of the day, goes into a back of a Humvee, pulls up his laptop, has his instruments with him. He teaches that class virtually and then goes back to finish his shift at the Capitol. And he goes like, why should these kids suffer? Because I got pulled away from that. So he does like elementary school music. He does middle school music. So, um, I saw that, man. I thought that was, that's such a cool and unselfish story because it would have been easy for him to just do. These are 12 hour long shifts, man. You're doing that in the middle of the day. You know, this guy's got to be lesson planning. He's got to be, you know, like this guy's probably having 16, 17 hour days right now. Um, and yeah, I just saw that. I was like, man, what a selfless thing to do. And, and that is awesome. That's awesome, man. man. And, and, and I mean, I think a lot of us would be like telling our telling our boss, like, no, like I, I can't, can't do it. I can't make it. Like can't I'm it. like it's a lot of these guys are reservists, right? And I've so when I was in the Marine Corps, I dealt with a lot of uh, reservists. Um, we, I was actually on a reserve unit base. I was active duty, but once a month, those guys would come in for a weekend, and then they would come in 
for like two weeks. So like every year uh, for two weeks. So it's one week and a month to two weeks. I remember the commercial. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> trying it, to get trying to get people to join. It was yeah. like one week and a month, two weeks out of the year. So it was. It was one week and a month. And then and then every year there would be a like two week span where they would come in and, and they would serve, right? For for two weeks. Do you have to do the same uh boot camp that you do to do that though? Yeah. So you do go through that boot camp. Yep. As a matter of fact, but a then lot you're of, off the hook kind of well not off yeah. the hook, but then you go on to reserve status. Correct. Okay. So a lot of guys that I was in boot camp with were reservists. They were guys that were going to college they were they were planning on going to college. Um, but this was a way to pay for their college. So you still get the same perks, benefits and all that as a reservist? I mean, it's got to be limited to an extent, it's, but right, it's limited, right? So you do get the. I mean, the you get the GI Bill. The or... GI Bill. Remember, man, the GI Bill is basically that all they do is they take, and I don't know how it works for reservists, but for active duty, they take a hundred bucks out of your paycheck a month for one year. Or at this, sorry. So let me let me speak from a. This is in the mid '90s when I went in. So that's what it was. It was a hundred bucks a month for a year. So you put in $1,200 and you could potentially extract upwards of like 30 grand for, for school. Wow. And, and you know, what's funny was, I, I think I, I think I told you this before, there were guys that were like, man, I'm not giving up my money. And, I'm, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, 1200 for 30 G's for, or, or upwards of 30 G's yeah, for a free education. I don't even know what I, I don't even know what I ended up using. Dude, even if you spend five grand, 10 grand on school. It's worth, it's yeah. Worth, it's why it's absolutely you? worth wow. it. Um, for, for me, it was like, I remember I went to school sort of like three quarter time, but I was getting like $700 or $800 a month while I was in school. So, so like every semester that I was going, it was like $800 a month. No matter what. For what? To cover expenses for school related to school? Yeah. So essentially, like, I would, let, let's say my, let's say I took like three classes. And at, at the time, they were, let's just say they were about a, a, a I don't know, um, it was probably like 1200 bucks all in for the semester. Yeah. Okay. Then, then I would get like 800 in January, 800 in February, March. So that applies April. towards your tuition, though, that 800. It, it, they send you a check, bro. No, the same, but. That's no, no, no. what you have to use they to pay for your tuition. They send you a check post tuition, so your tuition is already covered, so like, and then they send you a check. For me, like I was already working, okay. Right? And so what you could do is you could defer payments to the college, but because I was working, I was like I have the money, so I would pay the twelve hundred up front, and then I'd get eight hundred in January. Ah, okay. February. So they, they're basically reimbursing you for the yeah, but I would get January, February, March, April. So you're sitting again, thirty two hundred dollars. You came out with twelve hundred. Right. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was. It Is was... it too late for me? I might be too overweighted. Too overweighted. <laughs> <laughs> and I already graduated college. Yeah, man. Although my college is fine. questionable, but <laughs> I got it from an online school in St. Martin. I don't know if that. Can... <laughs> Dude, but did you see? So going back to your story, man. Did you see the the photos of like the military guys? And I'm assuming they're national. They're all national guard sleeping in the Capitol. Dude, on the hallway grounds yeah, and all that stuff, bro. man. That's why, so, why I didn't get that. I guess they're on twenty four seven. I guess, I guess they're twenty four seven shift. Um, and and I don't I don't know, right? I've never been in that situation, but being in the military, man, I was like, not. It wasn't. I think most people would look at that and go like, oh my god, like they don't have beds, they don't have this. No, no, I wasn't thinking about that. I was going like, oh, like they're on the floor, but you got like a a, a pack behind your head. Like you're good. If you're Pillow. tired, you're good. You're good. But. 
the the other piece that I was like that I was sort of sad about was like man there it's like the the military are being put there to defend against citizens so that was one thing I remember when when I was in was like that was that was like kind of a big thing was just like yo we're always fighting foreign threats never the American people which is why it's national guard right it's because it's against our own is that I, is that why it's national guard like I know I because I believe national guard even went off to wars like for like I always thought they call in national guard when it's like a domestic kind of uh I don't know that's yeah, fact enough. right don't call me yeah. but I was just thinking like man like I would I would hate to be in that position to where I have to defend something against American people Gets to be, yeah man it's great and and for and again like we we had this conversation last week I won't spend too much time on it but it's uh it's uh if 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 what these people feel like is actually true then regardless of your political party or affiliation you should be outraged right and you should do this and then you would feel like these national uh, uh guard men don't now they feel like they're defending something or a nation that isn't really being on the up and up but obviously that's not the case at least as far as we know and so to your point it feels like wow you're out there wasting your time not wasting it but wasting your time against our own people because we have people with i don't even want to call it a mental illness but is that low iq is that i don't even think i don't even know what the word is man i don't think it's that bro i really think it's like i it i think it's that when you surround yourself by people of the same belief and all of your news media outlets are the same belief and you know, it it's it, it all just confirms what you believe. And so yes, like 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 you just said, if if you really believe that the election was stolen, you should be outraged. Yeah, both sides. I don't care who you voted for. Right. You should be outraged should because be outraged. it could happen to you the next go round right. or any time. Yeah. But let me tell you, man, so I'm watching I'm looking at these pictures of these guys um sleeping in the in the Capitol. And um in in the so you on, on the one side I I go Man, like that—that's horrible that they have to be there to, to essentially to to fight off citizens. But then I started thinking of my time in the Marine Corps, and I go, how many like dick pics are gonna be drawn in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something, man. How many phone numbers are getting put on a Bro, stall? Let me tell you something, man. Felicia was here. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Military members, man, and 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 anybody who's been in the military can can fucking attest to this. It's like they are the hardest working people, the most loyal people, but the most immature people. <laughs> and and it doesn't. It, let me tell you, bro. It doesn't even matter like what age range you're in. It's like you could be like you know a year or two in, or you could be like a twenty year vet. And it's like, we curse like sailors, you know, we drink like sailors, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, obviously there's a, there's a, there's a huge camaraderie, but we're like alcoholics, (laughs) degenerates, but that show up to work and work like dogs. You know what I mean? Like, What do you think that is? I don't know, bro. Is it a personality type that they target? Because I, you know, you, you like I remember I, I, and I don't know if I've talked about this on here before, but I remember I, I, I briefly flirted with the idea of joining the military uh, in high school, and when I was graduating, and I remember taking the test, and de- depending on how you scored, right, I, IQ wise and all sort of stuff, they would place you in specific jobs. Right. So obviously, you get guys on like all parts of the spectrum, the whole right? Spectrum. So it can't be. It's not an intelligence factor. No, not intelligence, but I wonder if personality factor, like, do they want guys, like you said, who are, hey, I want you to be slightly immature because I want you to be slightly reckless, but follow orders. 
Like, I, is that maybe what it is? Like, I don't know. That's like, and maybe that's question, what you want man. to be a frontline dude. And, I, and I'll tell you the story, like, really quickly. I, there's a personality test that one of my employers made me take once. And I remember the, the the company that created kind of the test, the guy came in. I think we both took this test, actually. The guy came in, and we're all in a room. And he basically looks at me, and there was somebody else in there. And he goes, um, everyone in that room tested. An, uh, 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 so I worked in accounting, whatever, at the time. And, and everyone tested a specific way. Because accountants all have this same personality, right? I was on the total opposite side of the spectrum with someone else. And then the guy looks at me and goes, in the military, you would have been the guy they recruited and they would have actually targeted you to be a pilot, like a fighter pilot. And so we started getting into the whys and he goes, everything about your personality goes, you're not you're not the um, dwell on the decision thing and fighter pilots that gets them killed. So it's like you have to be willing to go on a split second. Go, yeah, I'm going to do that, I, I even if dead. it's crazy. Yeah, and he goes, <laughs> even if it's crazy and it's going to get you killed, but they look for more like you can't hesitate. You got to do that in a split second because that's the difference between maybe dying or making it or the recklessness of the maneuver, whatever it was. And I remember him getting into it. And I thought it was so fascinating because when I when I was flirting with the idea of the military, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a to pilot. pilot. Yeah. And what they told me was my vision, Your vision. Yep. was fucked. So I was like, well, can I go to like sniper school or something like that? And then they told me no. And then I went, can't y'all fix my vision? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like y'all gave Captain America a shot and this dude got stopped. <laughs> but y'all can't give me, y'all can't fix my eye. You don't got a soldier that died that's willing to give up some brown eyes for me, man. LASIK, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, LASIK. But, and I, and they, give, they do LASIK now. Yeah, they fix yeah, a lot yeah. of soldiers' eyes, right? Yeah. yeah so uh, fucking a stigma. <laughs> but it's so true man like i said and it and it was as i was watching that i was i was sort of like looking at this picture of all these soldiers on the floor and you know sleeping and then it was sort of like sadness and then turned to like laughter <laughs> and and i just sort of remembered my time back in the military and again i only spent four years in um but like the friendships that 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 were uh, generated during that time, and that bond that we had, and the like, the just the fuckery that would go on on a day to day basis, and it, it's telling you, it was like, and a lot of the fuckery was like the older guys. It was the guys that we would look up to, like those guys were the professionals. <laughs> but no, man, the uh, you know, like I said, the friendships that we bonded or the or that we made, and the bonds that were made. Um, but those guys, like I said, I, I think the the, uh, the older guys were really the ones that we would look up to. They had like the best fuckery skills of all of us. <laughs> the best fuckery. Yeah, like they've they, been they, around, bro. They've yeah, they've been around. Been around and, they, and 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 man, like <laughs> the it's best fuckery skills. <laughs> we gonna get shirts that say that. <laughs> the best fuckery skills. <laughs> but shout out to those guys that are that are there, you know, defending the defending the capital. Um, the wish you guys nothing but the best. Um, hopefully nothing happens and, and nobody has to draw weapons or anything, man. And Yeah, we're at what? Today's uh, the 19th. So uh, we're recording this Tuesday night. So the inauguration is tomorrow around lunchtime. And like you said, hopefully this goes out without a hitch, man. Nobody does anything crazy. Yeah, man. I'm working tomorrow. So um, I'm trying not to watch yeah, yeah, me the either, news man. I during, don't... man. But I don't uh, think I want to, man. I, yeah. I... Yeah, I just, I just don't want to. I don't want to hear any news. No, no, man. I've, I've, we were talking about this before. I'm, it's just so, and you know, man, and I got to give these people on the left some shit right now. I keep seeing all these little posts from people like, hey guys, let's, let's let bygones be bygones. Like, let's post something positive. Like, let's put politics. Like, if I talk shit about you and you to me and thing, like, 
let's let's agree now to be friends and move forward it's like fuck you bro like the 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 and listen and i was one of those guys talking shit uh so but like you can't go four years talking shit and and demeaning people on the right side for whatever reason and then suddenly because you win and you feel good that you got office go guys let's be let's friends, be friends. <laughs> now like oh, shut the fuck up and go back to talking shit online and just <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, I, I am I am looking forward to and I, I don't know that it's going to happen, but I am looking forward to things sort of like being a little less chaotic. Yeah. Can the news cycle? I just want the news cycle to change. Yeah. Like no elections. You know, we got the Georgia thing out of the way, the presidential thing out the way like for the next three years. Hopefully, hopefully. Just like, can we just all like? I just want to go back to like, you know, school shootings and fucking like, can we can we go back to that? Walmart robberies? Yeah, Walmart robberies. Like, yeah, like just let's let's just get back to all that. Uh, <laughs> do before I forget the um, you know, it's funny like you were saying that those guys, the camaraderie and all like the fuckery that goes on with those guys. I wonder if like in the moment right now, obviously they don't know that, but if they're gonna look back and go, damn man, that was like, yo, we were at the Capitol, yo, yo, Bobby carved a dick in Pelosi's desk, you know, like like just <laughs> <laughs> like just like you said, like they're gonna sit back and have fond memories, uh, assuming nothing crazy happens. Nothing and crazy hopefully happens, not, man. Right. I listen, I have faith that all this crazy shit is behind us. Hopefully, but. Um, yeah, that hopefully they'll look back at that with fond memories going like, yo, we slept in a hallway and we stayed up all night and just talk shit about this or, you know, whatever. Yeah, because this, is a, this is a historical moment, right, is, yeah. of, of of charging the Capitol. And, and, and even though, you know, some some folks died, like it is a historical moment. So hopefully those, uh, you know, those soldiers that, that, that are there are able to, you know, avoid a lot of the or any of the violence and and look back at this with some you know with some fond memories it's a man and i gotta give I, I, we've done this before i gotta give mike pence credit again man because i don't agree with mike pence's politics per se but the way he's handled this as a human being um from the vote count to you know he's attending the inauguration tomorrow to all like you are a public servant when you're in that kind of office and i think mike pence i i, I gotta say Again, I don't have to agree with politics, but he took an oath and wanted to serve his country and do other stuff. I go, he's upheld that, right? It, like maybe not for me necessarily, but I would say if you voted for him and you want things done the correct way, as as far as like with integrity, uh, I, that you know, I got again, I don't like him uh, from from a politics perspective, but he's held up his end of the bargain as far as a public servant, yeah. and um. And I think that that the same can't be said for a lot of the people right now who who were um, you know in office or supportive of the current administration. I think Pence took a risk by kind of moving against that and um, doing yeah, the no, right thing. And, so and credit to him, man. I didn't agree with his politics either, but just because of the way that he handled this, mm -hmm. if he runs in twenty twenty four, like I'm considering. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about it, right? Yeah, yep. I'm gonna have to look at his platform and go. You know what, man? That guy stood up. In a room of people where it was not the move, right? Like it wasn't like, popular. It wasn't popular, right? And so you got to give a guy like that some credit because it, it would have been real easy for Mike Pence to just side with everything, let the less, let the kind of last three weeks play out, and just you know like fade off into the sunset. Yeah, um, and, and you know what, dude? Like I wonder if he hurt his political chances by going against Trump. I think so. You know what I mean? I, like, I do right? think so. so you yeah. go like if 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 Trump is telling his base that that this guy is spineless or he's a traitor or whatever the whatever the verbiage is, right? Um, has he hurt his uh, political chances in the future? Um, but then again, maybe he's going, nah, I'm good.
Yeah, maybe, maybe he this. feels like people will get over this, right? Like they'll eventually get to a stage where they're like, eh. No, I'm saying like maybe he's just going, nah, don't want to be president. <laughs> yeah, that too, man. Maybe he saw what it took. It's not for everybody, bro. Dude, it's definitely not for everybody, man. I don't, I don't. Dude, so this week, man, MLK. <laughs> yeah. We got Martin, Martin Luther King Day. Um, you know, back in 1968, uh, Martin Luther King was, was assassinated. Um, I saw, saw all this folks posting things on social media, you know, a lot of his quotes and his, his inspirational quotes and what have you. But man, I wanted to touch on like, I was watching, so I, I watched the movie Selma and I watched okay. it previously. I've never seen it, man. I need to see that. It's, it's a really, it's a really good movie. So with all the shit that's going on and then as I get older, bro, like I'm realizing that a lot of this shit that went on back in like the sixties and even, and even before, Right. Like, it's not that long ago. It's really like all this stuff. Like, we think that we've progressed a lot. And I haven't, and I, I don't, I don't disagree that we've progressed as a society. But a lot of this stuff, this, like, this, this racism and, and just this ideology of that uh, people of different groups are less than that ideology, man, is, it's not that long ago. And it's still around. And it's, you know, st- right. Right. it's still, it's yeah, still it's around. Still, right. Yeah. It's still around. Um, there was, I guess, it's missing from our 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 legal and political system on paper, right? Right, or, or structurally, right? You could argue that, but yeah, like you said, the, the the thought process or the the laws structure around it aren't that long ago. Yeah, and so like my stepfather, he is he could probably be my grandfather. Like my stepfather is about eighteen years older than my than my mother, so. He was raised in, you know, during that like segregation time, a lot of racism. And I remember growing up, so I was born in 74. And so, which is what, six years after Martin Luther King. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you old as fuck, man. <laughs> we about to call this podcast like the geriatric hour. <laughs> And by the way, I'm not fucking with uh, uh, Sean. If y'all feel like I'm bullying him, he in better shape than I am. And we he got like 12 years on me. So you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, so like when I was growing up, I, like I said, my my stepfather was could have been like he's sort of like borderline could have been my grandfather. Right. A- age wise. And thinking about the thing, his ideologies and the things that he used to tell me. And and I used to be like, man, it's not like that. But now, man, looking back, like I can I can appreciate because like my kids now, so my kids are like early teenagers and they make statements like, oh, man, a long, long time ago, like back in like 2012. You know what I mean? And and, and I'm going like, wow, man, that was like yesterday for me. Yeah, right. That shit feels and very so. Close. I can I can relate more to my stepfather when he goes when he would tell me things and tell me things about his his ideologies and the way that he thought about things. He was born in the thirties, twenties, nineteen twenty nine, twenties. Wow, man! Right? I think uh, yeah, twenty nine. So man. the thing right when you think the things of, he's seen exactly. Exper- wow! And man. so like this week they had um who had a birthday um it was uh Betty White. Betty White 99? is 99. Right. Funniest fucking, yeah, one of the exactly. funniest people ever. Yes. Man. Yeah. 
fantastic entertainer, right? Yeah, so good. And I, and I thought about like, man, like she's been alive through so much shit. Now, she's a white lady, so maybe she didn't go through the things that, that, that black folks and color folks went through, right? But she's been alive through, you know, like, and then the, the lifespan of 99 years. 1921, right? That would have to be, or 1920, she would have to be born? 1921. And, and even like you said, even though she's a white lady, right? She still lived through a time probably where, where friends, acquaintances, family were going, yeah, you don't talk to them. That's, 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 right. yeah, like they don't look like us or they're a different skin color or, and then had to see the transition from like, no, no, you're allowed to talk to them a little bit now, but we don't really like them. And then, you know what I mean? Like that, someone like that, man, who has, who's still all there. I love to talk to people like that, man. Oh my goodness, man. We got to, so good. We got to get her on the podcast. Yo, Betty, yo, Betty, Betty White. Betty, hit us up. Hit us up, man. We love to Anybody have you on know here. Betty White, we got to get on. We'll do a Zoom call. She has we'll one of whatever. my favorite quotes of all time. Uh, there's a quote from Betty White that goes, I don't know why we call soft people pussies. She goes, those things take a beating. They're tough. <laughs> <laughs> she would say that. She, bro, I love, the Golden Girls gets played at my house like nightly. Uh, and just the brilliance of her timing and 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 she plays like the dits. Yes, on the there, dits. Yes, right? but and, and, and so as a good. fan of just like comedy in general, like uh, so, I overanalyze like her timing and and well, that line was written this way and the way she delivered it and like it's, uh, just so brilliant, man. So brilliant, man. Shout out Betty White, man. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 point, no. It's man. good, man. So she's so she's ninety nine, man. And I was looking, started started going through like. Um, you know her history and then I started to think about like the MLK factor right because it was like they were playing a lot of like um, MLK movies this week right and I'm just like damn man like I realized we're just not that far removed from that mindset and 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 people th- thinking that folks that are that are not the same color as them or the same creed or from the same neighborhood or the same you know let's let's break it down to its most simplistic form if you're not from my same tribe you're not equal you're not equal no dude i i um i had a real problem like this like yesterday i'm watching all the tributes right people posting the mlk quotes and stuff and i'm like you were the one posting criticism of blm a week ago like or, or you know like six months ago or whatever like the ignorance and it happens with muhammad ali too when people post like these muhammad ali quotes and i'm like you would have hated him hated him like muhammad ali if he, if he kaepernick. was now if he was now like i've seen what you've written about colin kaepernick you would have hated muhammad ali you're a hypocrite and it just irks me and i fight the urge to not like talk shit to people like online because i'm you know i'm working on it uh but <laughs> <laughs> like dude his daughter had a great i think it was online a great quote i think it was twitter or something but she went um you know like uh, some of you guys are sitting here posting stuff today, but like, let's not forget my, my father was murdered because of people like you and your belief system. And then the, um, he goes, uh, she said something like, uh, there was that? his daughter, whose daughter, Martin Luther King's daughter. Oh, okay. And then she, she mentioned this. She goes like, there was all these surveys done at the time and newspaper articles and TV things and going, and it was rankings of the most hated people in America at the time. Oh, he had he to cont- be one of them. He made that list all the time yeah. of most hated human being in America. And I go, if Martin Luther King was around in 2021, 2020, we would hate, like you, he's Colin Kaepernick. He's, you know, and, and I know people would be like, oh, it's that's. Not, I think it's Colin Kaepernick times five. Yeah, like like I, that would be, because you got to think about Colin Kaepernick was not, I mean, even though he was sort of a public figure, he was so more segregated to the, to the sports realm. Martin Luther King was like 
upfront in your face on the news. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like I, I, thousands or millions of people following him, and like that. I think it's a different, a different agree. piece for sure. But yeah. I, I, and I, and I don't mean to compare him like what they've done for like the progression. I think of of, of black people, but. I mean, in terms of like how he would be viewed by people who don't agree with his, like you know, right, right now agree. people look back and revere him. But a lot of the people that I see doing that and it irks me because I go, no, I've seen what you put about Colin. I've seen what you put about the BLM movement. I've seen what you've put about other things. Like you're a, you're full of shit. Like and and I don't know why it bothers me that much, but it just does because I know um, that. It's easy to do that when someone's already passed and died and you're like, uh, you know, they're not impacting your life now. But you go, if this was going on today, you would not like him. You know, and, and I think that's what irks me the most because I go and that to me speaks to how you feel in your heart versus like, oh, I can look back historically at someone and be like, they were great. And then, you know, not right. dude, I had a great, uh, uh, you know, this week, my, uh, you know, Facebook constantly reminds you. Of like, oh, 10 years ago today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. And I had a really good one. I, I'm going to speak about two of them this week, but this one was good. It was like uh, my daughter about seven years ago, six years ago. She was probably three or four. She was in preschool. Actually, maybe not even preschool, probably daycare. And and uh, they talked about Martin Luther King and they talked about Rosa Parks and talked about that. And it was my daughter. And I'm like, oh, what'd you learn in school today? And I recorded the video and she goes like, oh, about Rosa Parks. And I'm like, what about Rosa Parks? And she's like, um, well, she went to the bus one day and she was like, no, 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 I'm not going to the back of the bus today because they made her, you know, she quotes the whole like line and right. it was kind of cool. And you can see all the people like commenting like, oh, it's cute, blah, blah. So I can see these people back then, right? right. Like so adorable and like, yeah, I go to Rosa Parks. Like, I'm so glad they're learning about that. And then I'm fast forwarding to now and going, Going, wow, these are the same guys who've been critical about BLM this whole time. These are the same guys who've been talking shit about blah blah this whole time. These are the same, you know, like yep. uh, it, it's just so weird, man. Um, I think I've told you this story. I don't know if I've told it on this podcast, so I apologize if you guys are hearing this the second time. But we took a tour of the MLK Museum in Atlanta, yep. and then uh, what's cool is the museum is actually in his old neighborhood, so you get to walk the streets of like the That's church. Cool, man. it's fantastic. If you're ever in Atlanta, I would highly recommend it. So you get to go to a MLK museum. There's a park and all that tattoo you can go to, but then there's his house is on this same street. The church he went to is on the same street. His tomb is on the same street. Oh, wow. There's, I mean, there's. It's literally like a couple blocks worth of of the stuff in Atlanta that you can see and you can educate yourself and all that. And we took our kids there on a trip to Atlanta. And obviously, my, my kids are part black, and it's so heavy, man. Really? And I didn't consider that. And we're walking through, man. And I remember uh, they're playing in the exhibits. Uh, like voiceovers from speeches that he's at, but it's voiceovers from the crowd and it's white people yelling crazy racist shit at him. Oh, wow. And I've got my kids, dude, and they're like yelling the N word at him, but and like really yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, so, and like, and I remembered like thinking, dude, we were tearing up in there. And, uh, and my kids were like, whoa. You know, like super heavy. We, you know, like at the end of it, we're just like, man, was that the right move? Right, like we're on vacation. Like this is thick. And I remember this week, man, it came up. Like uh, obviously, because the kids must be learning it in school. But uh, my son's like, Dad, do you know they killed Martin Luther King? And I'm like, Well, yeah. And I'm like, Remember we went to the thing? He's like, Yeah, no, I remember we went to that, but I didn't realize that they killed him, like because of like what he was doing. And it's like, yeah, he's like, I knew he died because there they show you like, it's cool. They actually have the, I wouldn't even call it a, a hearst. They, there's like this carriage that they carried his body in across, I guess, uh, to, to a procession. And it's actually in the museum. And uh, and you see the coffin and all that stuff. So like, they, it's probably replicas and stuff. But anyway, so he's like, so I remember seeing that, but I didn't know that, that somebody killed him because they didn't like 
you know what he was like marching against and then we got into this whole conversation about it yeah, but yeah you, it was it's heavy. he went when he was too young man yeah we did because yeah. we did this two years ago he was probably five ish or so my daughter retained more of it and my daughter actually left there with like I, like uh, she's like, man, I want to learn more, and we got her a book and stuff about it and the whole thing. But I remember at the time going like, man, this is probably too heavy for them, yeah. but we didn't realize that going in. But it was probably really good because I think it gave them like this idea of like it it, it forced them to ask some tough questions that I didn't have answers to, right? Because they're like, yeah, but that means I'm you know like I wouldn't have been allowed to like be friends with so and so. It's like nope, right? And it's like and my their family's mixed, right? So they have white family, and they're like, well, like yeah, you probably wouldn't have them. You wouldn't have so and so. You know, people like they love, and they're just like, so so and so wouldn't be like my aunt or my grandma or whatever. And right. you're just like, no. And and like just the look on their face is kind of like, huh? Like oh, but because of what? And you're like, because you look like that because your skin color. You know what's funny is that man. I, I think in the, in the future they'll realize like. I probably wouldn't be here if right. not for that. No, and that hasn't hit them yet. No, I think, and no. I and I and I and we have made the comment to them like, uh, obviously, uh, uh, me and my wife like we're we're black, brown, what you know, like, whatever you want to you want to call it. So we're like, we would have been fine, but like your mom probably wouldn't exist because she came from a product of mixed. That's and, what I'm saying. And that's yeah, yep. and and that's a whole. So yeah, like like uh, and we've made that comment, but yeah, to your point, I don't think it's hit them yet. No, like, of the like because. They every once in a while they'll come up with no ask questions, but it, at, what we've noticed is it's always around this time now where they're learning stuff. Yeah. So last year they had a lot of questions around this time. This year, and it's funny because they'll always recall that trip from two years ago, and we're like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe it was fine. And and I'm one who doesn't like to hide things from them. Yeah, I try to be as honest and as and as open as possible as I can, and and try to gauge what the age limit for that is, man. But yeah, who knows, man? But it's it's weird when you see it on your kids' faces where they're just like. Huh? And it's funny because they'll just be like, "Well, that's dumb. Why?" And you're just like, "Listen, I I don't know. Like, that's just the belief system yep. back then." Like, dude. So I have my so my my youngest in elementary school. They had this thing one year where they were like, "Come in as somebody that was like impactful. Like, come in dressed as someone who was impactful." And so he chose Martin Luther King, and he's like, "It's funny, man, because he's like, out of out of all my kids, he's like." The light-skinned guy, the guy with the straightest hair, right? Like, the whole nine. <laughs> uh, do any of your kids have straight hair? I'm trying to think. Well, the Not one... really, but... The, the young one has sort of like... He looks like Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's He's got, right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to picture them from my mind. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he looks like Jesus. As soon as you said Jesus, I'm like, yep. <laughs> so, he's always like... I shouldn't say since elementary school has taken like a liking uh, to Martin Luther King for whatever reason. And so he wanted to dress like Martin Luther King. So we bought him like some slacks, a shirt, a tie. Right. And we're like, okay, well, how do we make you look like Martin Luther King? (laughs) So um, my wife prints out on a color printer, a face of Martin Luther King. And we cut out the face and we paste it to like a stick. So he goes to school dressed (laughs) But with the fucking like the the little the little picture in front of his face, <laughs> at least you so, put blackface on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the best part is not even the school thing. So he goes to school, whatever, right? The best thing is since then, and it's been at least two or three years. He uses that to scare my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the MLK face. <laughs> so, bro, Love so he'll man. come in like low cross style into the room so he, he can't see and then he puts the face up on the bed 
<laughs> like at the foot of the bed, he raises the face up. And yo, it never fails, bro. She gets scared every time. Or they'll be in the living room and he'll go behind the couch and then raise the face up. <laughs> Imagine that phone calls to the police, like, officer, he brought, what do he look like? He looked like Martin Luther King. <laughs> but, like, in 2D. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Um, it, oh, it that's is, so wild. But it's funny, man, because, like, so he's been doing that for a couple of years, right? And so, but but even so, so, like, this week, he's asking a lot of questions, and and going like, oh my God, like I didn't realize he was killed in this year. And then he would be like, Papa, when when were you born? And it was like, oh wow, that's like really close to that. And and so like that's the piece that I was talking about in the beginning where it's like that six years of from when Martin Luther King was 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 killed to when I was born, to the people that were adults at that time, that's nothing. That six years no, is was, is nothing like that, that happened yesterday. That was the other day, yeah, right. that happened yesterday. And so I can really understand more. So, like I said, like my like my parents' generation, my grandparents' generation of looking at that time of when they were sort of oppressed, and then their mindsets even later on in life, going like, "Hey, you got to be careful with this, you know, with X and Y, because you know these people might." you know, treat you differently or dude, my, my, my stepfather used to say, Whitey's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't know why I remember that. Whitey's he would always go, Whitey's a bitch. Oh, and I was like, really, man? Like I know some white people and they're real cool. And, but, but now like, again, looking back, I go like, I know why I understand why he said that shit. Not, I don't agree with it. I know a lot of good white people, right? Like it's not about the color. But I understand the 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 age in which the the age in this country in which he grew up in. Did he have like crazy stories? Because like uh, we've talked about this a lot. I never experienced racism in the Northeast, right? Like I grew up in, in Jersey. You grew up in New York. Um, I'd never obviously I heard about it, right? We were in school. We got educated. Shout out Jersey, one of the best public school systems in the country. But whatever. Um, Liar. We. <laughs> It's like rank number one or two, but anyway. Uh, so you know, we were educated well, but uh, um, I never experienced racism firsthand till I moved to Florida. And um, I, I would be curious to see what is it. Did he grow up in, in New York? Like, did he always live yeah. in New York? Man, I would be so curious to see what his experiences were well, like. Remember, he was in in he was born in nineteen twenty nine, and he served military also. Yes, and so matter of fact, I have a good story from him. So he. He told me when he went in, so he went, he went through, he was sort of an, an, an educated black man, right? When he, he served in the, uh, the Korean War. Oh, okay. And so he told me that when he was in, there was a, a guy who he became friends with, a white guy he became friends with. And, and that guy told him, hey man, like, no disrespect, but you're like the first colored person that is educated that I've ever been involved with. Like before this, I thought I thought you guys were all like like uneducated and like sort of almost like a lower class. Oh yeah. And and so and he sort of left there going like, "Hey man, like I know that's not true anymore." Wow. I can see that, man, because I we I have friends, acquaintances, people that I know who maybe his first experience with minorities is in a um maybe like a lower income neighborhood 
right? And their perception of every person of whether it's black, brown, whatever, is that, oh, they're all like that. And I, you know, like, I think the analogy I try to go, it's like, dude, it's like if you went to the shittiest trailer park you could find and you go, oh, all white people are like that. Like the the trailer trash that you guys look down on, like, you're basically judging us off of that. Like, if if we judged you guys off of every, you know, trailer park trash that we ever found, non-educated, ignorant, just, you know, I'm like, that's what you guys are basing your opinion off of. But for some of them, it's the only interaction that they'll ever have because maybe it's because of work. You know, they'll be like, oh, I live in the burbs, but my job is in this neighborhood. And so their own interaction with a brown or black person happens to be in a lower income area, lower educated area, lower. And and instead of going, why is this area that way? They just go, oh, all these guys must be like this. Right. You know, it, it's it's really strange, man. Yeah, dude, I had I had somebody, um, a, a friend of mine at the time that did some like AC work. He went to go see my sister and brother in law to go fix their AC, and when he came back to work, he told me that it was the first time that he had ever seen like an educated black person. It's just wild. Man. And so he was he was like a military brat. I guess his dad, when he moved around the military, was always in the South. <laughs> and so he told me, he was like, he was like, he goes, yo, every, every military, or sorry, every um, interaction that I had with black people were, you know, folks that were uneducated or lived in really poor neighborhoods and they all talked, they all talked funny and, and, and they could never, you know, I, I've, just based on what, what what I saw, I always look, looked at them as as less than. Oh, man. It's, and it it's was funny how those in literal interactions had changed yeah, the perception bro. of an entire uh, race or tribe yeah. or you know however we want to call it. Yeah, tribe. Tribe. Bro. That's what it is. Bro. Yeah, it changes it's your entire perception tribes, of a tribe. Bro. Yeah, man. I I um I, I like to think we'll make progress with this next generation of stuff like that. But you're right. It we have we're not that far removed. Like I'd be. Like you said, like your mom, your dad, your your grandparents probably had. I don't know what your relationship was like for your grandparents, but I mean, they probably had some shitty, I guess, thoughts about uh, race in general, or probably saw some crazy thing. Yeah, you know what I, I will say. Like my my, my grandfather, and spent too much time with, but my grandmother on my mother's side um, never really, as far as like race, um, never really had anything bad to say about anybody. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. That's a northeast really man. That's why I, I like like for your stepfather. I'd be so curious to hear like the stories or the like the interactions that he had that 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 shaped his opinion. He'd say, "So you say Whitey's a bitch." Obviously, you've experienced some stuff, and and listen, I've lived through some stuff that I go, "That's fucked up." Now I've had enough positive interactions to know, oh, that's just a shitty person. It wasn't like a, right. a white person, right, or 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 whatever race. But um, yeah, I, I'd be curious to see because obviously he's experienced enough of it where it shaped his mind view. And honestly, man, if you get to 40, 50, you're not changing your perception, right? Like you want no, to get like, to that that's age, the way life that's is. the way life is. Yeah. So you figure about it. I wouldn't it. even say, dude, you probably by 30. Bro. So Martin Luther King was murdered when he was probably almost 39. 40. He was 39, right? So he goes, no, that's how people, that's how white people think. Yeah. Everybody. And then suddenly he's seeing this influx of like, yeah, we're allowed to, to use the same water fountain. We're allowed to go to the same school. We're allowed to do this, but they don't want us to. It's just by law. And so, like, there's, I, does that ever go away? Because, you know, like, they just forced us to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I can see that. And I, I get empathy for, like, that never goes away. You yeah. said you're always kind of 
talk your old relatives into like, yeah, it's not the way things work, man. That's not the way things work. That's not, you know, like, yeah. Uh, uh, Have you seen uh, Hidden Figures? Yeah, I love that movie, man. Man, one of my favorite movies because obviously, I, like, I like the whole space thing, right? And I and I've and I've worked for not directly for NASA, but I've worked for the space program in the past. And to see those women and what they went through and 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 how they overcame it was amazing. I love that movie, man. Like the uh, obviously the acting and stuff in it, but this is the story because it's again, man. Like, why didn't we learn about that in school? Yeah. Like I, I love the part where um, who is the the guy that's in charge? Um, oh, I can't remember his name. The guy who played in like Bodyguard. Oh, yo, Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner, bro. Come on, man. Kevin Costner. <laughs> so when his character goes, when he realizes that um, one of the women are walking like a half a mile to go to the bathroom because the bathroom is segregated. And then he goes in there and he just like destroys the sign that says like whites only for the bathroom. Like just like what an impactful moment yeah. for everybody. Right. For the for the for the for the white folks that work there, for the black folks that work there. For him to do that and then them all realize that, yo, like we're here for one mission. I don't give a shit where you guys. Yeah, go where back. you guys go. And it's crazy because he tries. He's like going to reprimand her at some point in time because she's like. Well, he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, he and, does then, and, then, and then she lays into him and she's like, yo, do you, you know, do you realize that I have to go walk through the rain and go walk, you know, a quarter to a half a mile away to go to the bathroom? And then I'm and she brings her like her work stuff with her and she's doing work while she's in the well, toilet yeah, because she has like a 20, 30 minute walk to right. because she and has to go to the colored restroom. Right. And then she comes back. It was amazing to me that on a Nassau campus that was still like that. Right. And what that was uh, here, right? Cape Canaveral. That's here. Or was it Texas? It was no, here, right? I'm pretty sure that was, it was here. here. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, man. I, again, man, it's just mind blowing. Said that something. And, and that's not that long ago. It's like a few years before you Dude, were born. Cause when yeah. did those signs go away? Dude, Mississippi, and I don't mean to cut you off, like, because I know actually something. No, no, it's good. Mississippi officially abolished slavery in their like constitution in 2013. Wow. Okay, so yes. So I read something this week where there was um, I could, I'm I'm probably gonna get, get this name wrong. I want to say Wilmington, North Carolina. If if any of you guys out there correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but in the late 1800s there was a third party. So Democrats, Republicans. And it was one called, I believe it was called Futurists. And at the time, there was a, a, a segment of the black population that was actually gaining power. They were gaining influence. And that, and that Futurist party was actually really prominent in that area. And they went in there very similar to how we went into the Capitol and stormed it, got the folks out of there that they wanted, put their folks in, put new laws in place, and basically set it back. Yeah, dude. And it's, all, it's not that it's, long. It's not ago, that long, bro. dude. All the um, all the laws that abolished slavery, all the like, even going back to like the Emancipation Proclamation, all that, they were passed. They weren't enforced for a long time because some states, you know, like Texas, whatever, were like, yeah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like some states, and like it took a while for them to do it. And then at some point, what some of them did, they just said, and eh, we'll just start taking them to the Caribbean, like in trade. And sell oh, wow. and do, the, you know, like it, it's just, this isn't that long ago. You know what I mean? Like if you think for a lot of people, like it's probably your, your you know, three, four generations ago that, that they're going through this stuff, man. And it's, it's, you got to have empathy for these folks, man. So you, you figure know. 
three, yeah, three, four generations. Three, four generations. Yeah, ago. Like right. you said, could because your your stepdad is 1929, right? You figure you figure that that's probably his parents could have been born in the mid 1800s, right? So his parents could have been kids of slaves. So, you know, maybe they have stories and they pass on to him. So now he has this like, we're free, but, but not really, not really. Right. And then now he's raising you. Right. And then and telling you like, yeah, that's not the way this happens. And now, granted, like you got educated, you and stuff you've experienced, you have friends from all walks of life. And so you've been able to kind of, I guess, experience a different world than he did. But he still has this mentality and you think about how many people are raising kids like that who who um who don't get the opportunities that you have who don't leave you know and and get educated and join the military and travel and see you know and and have friends from everywhere who go yeah that's the way things are and that's why i always say like i i tell people all the time like as much as i'd like to think things are going to change it's we're a long way away from that because there's still people like that there's still people, yeah, you know, like for every one of your stepdad who experienced that, there's the white person on the flip side of that who goes like, yeah, these fucking people, they, we had a good thing going. You know what I mean? Like there's that, um, you know, and, and I know we talk about race a lot on here and I don't mean to get negative about that all the time, but it's like it's it's what's going to hold up true progress, I think, in the next generation for moving forward. I, I do have high hopes for like my kids and your kids and all that because i do think they're they're growing they're growing up in a slightly different world with slightly better information and they're able to decipher the bullshit on the internet better than we are um and so i think they'll make better progress but yeah. it still won't go away you're always gonna have people like that man you're always gonna have you know what's funny about like i said with the now that you just mentioned the internet the thing that i worry most about is that when you believe something and then you're around people or you surround yourself by people that believe the same thing and then you watch news outlets that tell you the same thing, like it all reinforces what you believe. And I hope that I'm teaching my children to question everything. Yeah, you should. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And like, don't don't just take just because your friend told you it was one. Matter of fact, matter of fact, perfect example is uh, TikTok. So TikTok is really huge in my kids lives. And they'll show me a lot of things and they'll and, and I'll go, yeah, that's probably not real. And here's why, you know, but I'm always telling them like, hey, challenge all of that. Like if it doesn't seem like it's like like it's right, it, it may not be. So go research. Don't take my word for it. Don't take TikTok's word for it. Go and research and, and, and find your own answer because you never know who's putting that out. And they could be slanting it one way or the other. Yeah, you could put whatever you would do. I had a conversation with my daughter recently about um, some stuff. She was obviously we monitor kind of her Internet usage and she had some questionable searches. In there. <laughs> and I remember like uh, looking at it and just having the conversation again. We're like I'm, we're, we're open to a fault, maybe. But I just went, you know, kind of like the why are you looking that up? And then and then going, I want you to have that conversation with me. And and, I'm, and I tell my kids all the time, you will never get in trouble for asking me the question about something. I don't care if it's vulgar. I don't care if it's thing. But if you find that you're curious, ask me the question, ask mom the question, ask, because you're never going to get in trouble for that because I'd rather you ask me. And then one of the excuse, uh, one of the uh, examples I used rather was because, uh, you know, she's like, well, the Internet. And I go, the Internet's full of a lot of garbage. And then I and then I use the flat earth example. And it was so perfect, man, because I said, uh, you know, there's some people out there who think the earth is flat. And my daughter's like, that's crazy. She gives me this whole thing, blah, 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 blah. And I go, OK, grab your tablet. Google earth is flat. And she looked it up. And of course, there's thousands of articles oh, yeah. affirming that the earth is flat. And she's like, 
this is crazy. Don't these the, people know? The blah, 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 blah. And, I, and I'm like, no, but start reading it. Let's look. Let's watch this YouTube video. Let's do this. Let's do that. Right. And by the end of it, she's like, oh my God, like, I can't believe these people think that, but like that video is like super convincing and like blah, blah, blah. And I went, and that's why I want you to ask me or ask your mom, because we can help you like, like siphon through the bullshit. And I go, and listen, I'm not going to have the answer to anything and neither is your mom, but we're going to be able to tell you like, it's absolutely not this, you know what I mean? Like, so, uh, uh, but it was a really good, and I was glad that I was able to think of the flat earth thing on my feet because it was kind of like, I was trying to prove a point no, that's good, and I couldn't figure out a way to get to like that finish line. And I was like, fuck. And I just went, you know, and, and that's I thought of that. so good because there's so much information. Oh, so if, much. If, if you even remotely think that earth is flat, go on the internet. Dude, by the end of the conversation with her, I thought the earth was flat. <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit's flat. I'm like, Kyrie's on to something. The fucking government's lying to us. These, not, these mountains are holding us all in on the edges. I was, bro, I was totally convinced. And I was like, this is insane. And even my daughter was like, she's you know, like, who's fuck. 11, who's like, fuck. Yeah, she's like, this is crazy. But, you know, in her mind, she's like, that is so obvious that the earth's not flat. You know, like, and I'm like, I know, but look at all this information. And I'm like, so now imagine if you already think this, or I was like, imagine if you Googled what you Google and you just go, is so-and-so, is the earth flat, right? And now you're going to get a mixture of these answers and the absolutely not answers. And how do you know what to believe? It, you're just going to go for the articles that affirm whatever you're already leaning towards. Right. And so like, and I hope time will tell that it was a good example of stuff. And, and, and the entire point of the conversation was to encourage her to talk to me or right. mom about stuff. But it was like, uh, uh, it, it was just so crazy, but it was like, yeah, you can affirm anything you want at the internet. I wonder, you know, it's funny, man, as, as technology has gotten better, you know, like we catch serial killers and shit like that more, right? Like it's hard to get away with crime. I wonder if it's going to be harder to prove your innocence because, there's so many ways to fake the truth now. Like, have you seen these um the the what they call the deep fake videos where I can put your face on any video and the average person wouldn't be able to tell that it's really not you, that it was me kind of photoshopping you into that video. I have not seen that. Dude, it's look just Google something like Joe Rogan deep fake. So they've done it with him because like famous people, it's easy where they'll put him on like an average Joe in some random situation. Um, the videos are so convincing, so compelling. That I go at what point in time does it become so like our our justice system is like you know innocent or proven guilty? Yeah, when does it become hard to prove like your innocence? Like, yo man, so I want to get into this other shit. Um, I saw this week. Um, I know that that the MLK stuff is is kind of deep, man. But um, to kind of get into the more positive note, Saudi Arabia is actually and that's funny, man. I started reading this article and I go like. What the hell are those guys doing? <laughs> um, but they're actually starting to um, build a zero carbon, zero traffic city. So you walk the whole thing? So, well. Or public transportation at zero emissions? Essentially. So they're going to build, they're, they're, and, and they're doing it like by the water. So it's like this 150 mile, if I get this correct, it's like 150 mile um stretch of land to where they're trying to do what, what they're looking at the old models of cities and they're going like no that's wrong we need to build cities that don't destroy the environment but are built around the environment and then put things in place that are going to benefit us so it's like this 150 mile stretch along the coast of saudi arabia 
to where they're going to have almost like um, pockets, almost like little pockets of cities that anything, anything that you need is within a 15 mile walk. 15 mile. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ooh. 15 minutes. Oh, I'm like, damn, bro. You- sorry, man. That's only for us uh, people that I'm are like, in shape. 15 mile. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm about to die trying to get some wait a water. Minute, wait a minute. Let me see. What what are we drinking again? <laughs> Your four roses. Which, that, that, okay. Listen, shout, shout out to four roses. We got 15, 30% left at a bottle. 15 minutes has become 15 miles. No. So 15 minute walk. Um, it's essentially, they, they say like anything between a five to 15 minute walk. Um, for whatever your necessities like are. Like essentials, okay. All right? They build no streets, so there's no cars. But along this 150-mile stretch is essentially like pockets of almost like smaller cities along this line. So it's it's in a straight line. So it's 150 miles? Yeah, so which is what? That, I mean, from here to Miami, so we're, we're in it's Orlando. It's like 180, not 90. Right? right? So so you figure a stretch from like here to Miami or approximately. Yeah, let's go West Palm Beach. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And so you go, there's almost like pockets of cities along this line, but they're not going to, or, or the, the goal is to not destroy the city. So do I got to walk? Or not to destroy those? the environment. Uh, no, no. So you can, well, yes, you can, you can walk, you can walk to whatever you need to. And then if you need to get to the next sort of like city pocket, you take this public transportation that's electric. Ah, okay. And then within the city, they have all these underground like fiber optics um, that will allow you to access the internet, right? Because that, that, that's how, our big thing now is data. Got to right? protect all that sand, yo. They don't want to. They don't want to destroy that sand. So, dude, this is gonna cost between like I want to say like one hundred to two hundred billion dollars. And I was like, eh, billion. That's that Arab money, baby. Bro, they got different. That's money, that all. That's that all. That's that all. That's that all. That's that all money. You don't even, you don't even pronounce the I. You just go. That's that all money. That's that all money. Bro, that's that's so. Yeah, I I can't even fathom the amount of money, and that's chump change for them. Yo, shout out to Saudi Arabia being real progressive. Like two years ago, they let women start driving, and now they're doing this. Yo, shout out to Saudi Arabia. But do so in this. They're gonna do. um, They're basically gonna try to preserve like ninety five percent of the natural environment. Of the sand. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine in that area, by the by the coast, there's probably. There's probably some more like sort of natural. Yo, what's a nat? What's like an animal or a natural like phenomenon that only occurs in Saudi Arabia that Tarant- we're trying to protect? Tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> but are we really trying to protect a palm tree, a cactus, and some? But they actually showed like the diagram of it, man. Like it goes like through mountains and shit. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of dope. I do want to go to the Middle East, man, at some point. Listen, when we do our, our India podcast, we got to go to Dubai, maybe some Saudi Arabia. Dude, and Paki- then hit we up got India. some people in Pakistan. That's what I'm saying. Too, oh, man. We that's gonna, true, right? man. We got to go to Pakistan. We got to go. We got to go check out the people. Shout out Pakistan. I look like one of y'all, man. What's up? <laughs> so, listen, dude, we need to do a stream from there and that then make pe- a stop in Dubai, Abu Dhabi, 
and then go to Pakistan, do a do a stream in India. Maybe we do a stream in Dubai and then head we back. We gotta do a couple of spots. We gotta do like a week, week and a half long trip. We need to get this in the works, man. We, <laughs> flights are cheap right yeah. now, bro. We need to get this popping. <laughs> as long as I stay with you with that beard. I'm bro, you're good. Listen, I will warn you, I get uh I get randomly selected. I'm gonna use quotations <laughs> every time I go to an airport. I fly a lot. And uh, every single time, without fail, I get randomly screened. Again, I'm using air quotes because, uh, uh, bro, every time. And I told this to someone for work once. We were flying. I was making a joke to them like like uh, the day before. We were leaving for our flight. And the next day at the airport, I got pulled aside for the screening. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit, you weren't joking around. I'm like, I told you. I get pulled aside for the random quote-unquote screening every single time. And I used to think it was racist, bro. And then it happened to me in Puerto Rico. Oh, and I yeah? was real upset. <laughs> I was like, me, bro? I was like, de verdad? <laughs> I, was like, I was so sad, bro. I was like, you, you guys are going to do this to me? <laughs> you, ever see, you ever heard that shit by, um, there was a bit by uh, Earthquake, the comedian Earthquake, <laughs> where he's like, black people couldn't be, couldn't be terrorists. Because <laughs> they'd be like, listen, you're going to fly this plane into the building and he like hold up so i'm gonna take this plane i'm gonna fly it into the building how do me and you hook up back at the cave <laughs> <laughs> in that paraphrase <laughs> have you seen him now bro no he's lost a ton of weight bro ah man he messed up. he can't earthquake earthquake no, more, no more bro yeah no 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 way bro he's like like a crack weight yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy, man. That's dope. You know what, man? I wonder how many cities, as you get kind of this new generation, new progressive kind of thought process, either running in government or in positions uh, in engineering that get to make decisions about how cities are built. Because I've heard that, get, like, um, I've heard women in the past say, like, you could tell this city was designed by a man. And it'll be something as simple as, like, there's no street lights and, and there's a lot of alleys. And I'm like, huh? And they'll be like, yeah, as a woman, like, there's all urinals, no toilet. Yeah, 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 exactly. That <laughs> all the buttons for the traffic lights are at six feet. I can't press. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because I'm like, I never thought about that. They're like, you can tell the city was designed by a man. And it'll be something like that. Like, we're like, oh, no traffic lights. And there's too many alleys with, with that are dark. And I'm like, huh? And they'll be like, yeah, because like, as a woman, like, I don't want to walk down a dark alley. Right. You know, whatever. And I'm like, I've never once thought about that, bro. I, I, man, and dude, hence why, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And exactly. Right? So, so it's funny because I'll be like, I'll be like, listen, man. I, <laughs> I ask this all the time. Like, what if you were walking across and that was just, I'm like, listen, man, bust the move, bro. <laughs> I'm 6'1", 210 pounds. Like, you could come get it, bro. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but I've never thought about yeah like right like if I'm designing a city I'm probably designing it with me in mind yeah yeah right and I go I don't need no light there <laughs> <laughs> who needs a crosswalk <laughs> it's just yeah it's bizarre man that's <laughs> tampon dispensers <laughs> we don't need that shit bro they don't get that in Abu <laughs> I told you they're just they they were just allowed to start driving two years ago literally like they passed the law that women were allowed to get their driver's license yeah drive. yeah bro I wasn't even joking about that shit I wish it was <laughs> bro, bro Abu Dhabi be like hey. what, what you doing outside the kitchen <laughs> all my all my people in uh, India 
and uh, Pakistan, oh. hit us up. Yeah, tell us. Maybe I'm full of shit, but I'm telling you right now, bro. In the Middle East, they're like, yo, wait, wait. First of all, what are you doing outside the kitchen? (laughs) 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 Whose car did you steal? (laughs) Oh, man, they'd be wild, dude. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. Did you see that that story about um, there was somebody in in Canada that took in, in Quebec specifically. They put this thing out that that it was like you can't be out after like a certain time, like a and, curfew. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. a, like a like a curfew for COVID or for COVID. Okay. There was sort of a, an acceptance for if you had a dog, you could walk your dog after the certain time. So this lady put her husband on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she put her husband on a leash and took him out. And so they got caught and they both got fined fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> a piece, bro. <laughs> a piece, bro. I have so many questions, bro. <laughs> I have no answers. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing over there? Yo, for those for those of you who are not watching the oh video, God, bro. Juan is again fighting with his chair and he's losing. The chair oh is God, whooping bro. his ass. <laughs> it wraps around. <laughs> Dude, that's you doing that shit. Yeah, that'd be obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. He's it's trying to get the, He's trying to get the the oh wire like God, under bro. his chair, the chair spinning around. Juan took his headphones off. The chair is now up in the air. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. Yo, you can't make me laugh because I'm about to get like, <laughs> I'm about to get my fingers pinched by a chair. <laughs> Y'all got so many questions, bro. Uh, <laughs> yo, this shit gobbles up my cord every time. Yo, my mic, my uh, headphone. Uh, cord is like 10 feet long and it just has a mind of its own man. yeah but so is mine yo but you're not fidgety dog I'm fidgety I moved the whole time yo Sean stays in like a neutral position the entire podcast you don't understand we could go four hours and Sean doesn't move like he's standing at attention he like oorah <laughs> bro First of all, is that on some dom submissive shit? Like, what? Why is she leashing him up? Is that I don't some know, sexual man. shit? I don't. The, the only thing they said was that she was trying to get around the rule. So the rule was like, you can't be out, but you can walk your dog. You can walk your dog. That's fucking. So she put a she put her man on the leash. Yo, yeah, it'd be, I'd be like the fine dog. You'd <laughs> be like, this motherfucker is a dog. <laughs> he cheated on me three times. <laughs> He, he humps legs. He pees on trees. Like, what else you want? <laughs> Yo, that's so wild, bro. Yo, people will try anything, man. And he went along with it, though. So, obviously, he's comfortable he in that situation. He went along with it, bro. And they both got fined. Yo, $1, would, you, would you let your, your wife uh, leash you up? No. On some, even I'll on be, some sexual shit? I don't know. Would you be willing to play along? <laughs> Baby, catch me tonight. He said, after, I don't after know. this, after this whiskey, y'all gotta see Sean's face. He said no, and then when I said even on some sexual shit, he paused for a second and went. <laughs> <laughs> he thought about it. Catch me tonight in the right mood. 
Dude, we like seventy five percent of the way through a bottle of four roses. I think you. I think today, <laughs> if, the if, day. if the lady catches you on time, she might be able to leash you up. She be like, I said, really on time. I'm be in a in a few hours. I'm be like this. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it, you better like. You better get it. You better. You better get it quick. <laughs> That 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 left eyelid is Boom. closing. Yeah, that bourbon dick about to kick. <laughs> <You're not laughs> <looking>. <laughs> Bro, before we get out of here, fuck. Did you <laughs> did you see the homeboy from Sweet and Low? The founder, like owner of Sweet and Low, like killed himself this like, week. Like like the the the, the sack like the, the, the little the pink sugar, the package, little pink the sugar. Yes, it's saccharin. Is it was what? It's sac. It's called saccharin. So the the fucking major ingredient in sweet and low is saccharin. I I, I know it's gonna give you cancer. <laughs> it does. It's pretty Bro, much right. Back in the day, like so, like but even like before before my time, because it was dudes that were older than me used to tell me this shit. They used to be like that when they needed to like sweeten up their iced tea, they didn't have sweet and low, but they would be like, oh, you put the saccharin in there, and that shit is like bad for you. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's but horrible. they've have they changed it or is it still that? I'd be I curious. No I idea. I haven't had sweet and low since like the mid eighties. But I don't want to have gin. It's funny, man, because you got to pick like, oh, uh, you don't have sugar and you potentially get fat. And it's obviously bad for you. Or you get this other shit and you're going to need to get radiation in your body. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to put a nuclear bomb inside your body in a few years like you select. So it seems like I should just go with the sugar route. Uh, but anyway, this dude is like 89. Found this sweet and low, and he killed himself this week in New York. Hold on, hold on. Uh, so it's the founder. He's the founder, sweet and low. He's the owner, sweet and low. I think he's still the owner. He's the main guy. So like he's he been, invented he's, it, founded so he's it. He's been like a fucking billionaire for like for forever a, since his forties or fifties. He found it late in life, but for the last forty, okay. fifty years, this guy's been fucking loaded, right? So he kills himself at eighty nine. But the crazy shit, he jumped off this fucking balcony in New York. Yeah, you know how determined you gotta be at 89 to get your body over a balcony bro in new york <laughs> you know how bad you gotta want to die bro, to bro <laughs> let me tell you something man my father-in-law is 91 he ain't putting his leg over the yeah, balcony. that's what i'm saying you know what you got yo I'm, I'm imagining this guy like pulling a chair up right he trying to get one leg over a chair like maybe he getting the other leg over the chair then you gotta get them same legs over the railing that's a real slow like build up and then you're over the edge, and I guess by the time you think about what just you just go. did, you hit the ground. I don't even know what the... Well, how bad does your life have to be? I, yeah, like, the only thing I can imagine is I know he suffered from uh, some kind of... I, I don't want I don't want to say Parkinson's or dementia, but something like that. He suffered something from... Something caused that. by saccharin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You won't gain weight, but you won't remember shit past 45. <laughs> Dude, how bad do you have to want to die at 89 that you lunge over the side? Bro, I, I try to think <laughs> about like, like... He's like, listen, I've been trying to fucking end this shit for the last five years. <laughs> Yo, nothing about me is suicidal, but when I think about ways that I would want to commit suicide, and listen, it is well established on this podcast that I am a coward... Bro, jumping off the building is not <laughs> not the way. It's not the way, bro. It's not even it's not even top twenty, bro. I'm like I'm trying to figure out what's what's a way I could kill myself without knowing I'm doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know how, bro? The dude, so the sweet and low dude, man. The sweet and low guy, bro. Yo, you want to hear some real shit? You gotta figure at at eighty nine. If you're that loaded, like 
you can pay for whatever you want. Yeah, get somebody to murder you, somebody to give you a pill. No, no, no. Your I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about for like enjoyment. Oh, to be enjoyment. happy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if, if you don't, if you really do have one of these mental illnesses, you don't remember shit, you know, whatever, do you just go like, at the point where you can remember shit, do you just go, let me kill myself real quick before I forget everything? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. I, yeah, I, like, at 89, like, what are you... And it just seems like that's a long way. Like, I can understand if you shot yourself, if you got enough strength to pull the trigger or like, yeah. I, that just seems like a lot of work, man. I remember, I remember my, my, my stepfather at like in his 70s telling me, hey, son, don't get old. <laughs> <laughs> he started wearing so, t-shirts. So maybe 20 years later, <sighs> he's go, you know, ready to go. You go like, fuck this place. I guess it's, man, t- it's time. Like I guess, like if, if you wear t-shirts say "Do not resuscitate" after <laughs> <laughs> after like seventy five, but like, I, dude, how fucked up, bro? I had a uh, I had a my great grandfather uh, lived till he was like mid. I want to say ninety six, ninety seven. This fucker lived forever, bro. Drank, smoked his entire life. Right. He used to try to kill himself. All the time. And when I say all the time, bro, I mean all the time to where the family witnessed it. Bro, there was this one time he was at a family establishment, like a family owned a bar. This dude tried to hang himself in the bathroom <laughs> with, with, <laughs> yo, with his own belt. And I want to say he might have been in his 80s at this point. This might have been suicide attempt like, like no, 27. No, number 134. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this shit. He tries to hang himself, and it's in a bar in Puerto Rico in the bathroom, and the water pipes are, like, overhead, right? So he he puts the belt, puts his neck through it, you know, jumps off the toilet kind of shit. Yo, the pipe breaks. (laughs) This motherfucker had the nerve to land and go, God damn it! (laughs) He was real disappointed. (laughs) He lived like sixteen more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, oh my god, bro. Oh my god, uh, yo, that shit was so fucking funny, bro. Fucking a, bro. Oh my yo, god, man, dude. Tell them where they can find it. <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Listen, if you're still into us at this point, <laughs> find us. We're uh, at Carbon Footprint Podcast on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, yo, look for us out there. We are the streams have been going up crazy the last few weeks, man. So I uh, thank you guys. Uh, uh, shout out to you guys. Yo, send us questions. Send us drink recommendations, man. Uh, we'll try anything. Literally, so, so send us your drink recommendations. What's your favorite drink? Uh, who do you think is gonna win the fight this weekend? Send us some info on that. Yo, whatever you guys think. But um, yeah, man, thank you guys. Yo, shout out to you guys. I mean, really, like we we had zero idea that anybody will be interested in whatever the hell we're talking about so um you know anybody streaming our podcast is we, we really appreciate you guys so um again leave us a leave us a comment um and a rating on apple Podcasts. i think at this point it's like the only place that you can actually leave it yeah i think you can only rate that yeah google right? doesn't let you and yeah the other one spotify it's, it's all good I, we, we don't give a shit man so um shout out to you guys love you guys and I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. I'm trying to get to the thousand. I want to do the swipe up thingy. Follow us, follow us. <laughs> All right, peace. Peace.